Hello, welcome to Hangover Lounge, your destination for podcasts and storytelling from the entertainment industry. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to XCU The Viewfinder, where we talk about everything entertainment industry and showbiz related. Today on XCU The Viewfinder, we have film pioneer Iman Zawari with us in part two of our conversation with her. If you haven't yet, be sure to check out part one, where Iman and I discuss comedy, cancel culture, social media, and the progression of Iman's career as a filmmaker, educator, and advocate. When we paused our recording after part one, our discussion took a turn to film festivals. So, so we're talking a lot about festivals and awards. Um, has winning those festivals and awards influenced um, how you view your work at all? Hmm, how I view my work? Well, definitely when I was a, when I was just graduating from film school, for sure. Now, though, and I, I know it's because I'm older and I've made my feature. It took eight years, and I'm trying to get it into festivals and things. What I know now is those things don't define me. And I think that's really important. And it comes away from though in academia or in actually the film world when I'm applying to more labs and grants, like it's really important that I did win these things, which really holds you back sometimes from that. And so I wish that wasn't the case in terms of the struggle, but when, if I get something, I'm like happy because, oh, that will help me into the next thing. But it's not because I'm like, oh man, you're so Grady man. Because I know, I know my work and I love my work and I like, I love what I, it does for me and for others. So um, that's kind of like the juxtaposition I have there. <laughs> Do you think that your shorts have uh, helped advance your career? Oh yeah, 100%. If I didn't have my shorts, then I wouldn't be where I am today at all. So, and I always talk about this in my shorts is they're Muslim women. No one had seen them before. Even the, so there's, there's two, and I was telling someone else, there was two filmmakers then. It's me and Lena Khan, who um, she just directed Florida and Luisa. She's the first hijabi to direct a studio film. It was me and her then, and it's me and her now. <laughs> there's like still no one else. Even the hijabis, I should say, they're coming up, right, for sure. But, um, which I'm really loving and like excited about. But I just, I can't believe it's been like 15 years and it's still just kind of me and her. Um, so the shorts, no one, so Lena didn't make film about Muslim women. It was just me. She was, she made like comedies too, but they were about different discussions. So mine were about Muslim women. It's the only one that people had seen. It was like a huge, huge push. And it's not like, I mean, I love my films and everything, but they're like family comedies. They're kind of broad. It's not like everybody's cup of tea, but it was so well received because they've never seen a Muslim woman on screen, like falling into a pig, you know, a pig, a pig den or whatever, you know, or like running around being goofy or doing stand-up comedy. It's not something that they've seen. So th they were, that's why they were being seen a lot of places. And that's why it, I, it really did propel me. And I did get that Emmy and the NBC comedy shortcuts and the princess grace award and all that stuff. It's because they needed to see more of it. Um, and for sure, like, that's what I always tell, you know, anybody coming up, my students or any emerging filmmakers, you know, starting off with shorts and making sure your shorts are loved in festivals not only helps you as a filmmaker, as in, you know, finding your audience, not even the sense of like, do I make stuff that people like? Because that's never should be true. You are an artist and you make art for yourself and for, for the community that you care about. But to find your art, your community, because every festival is different, which I've also learned again here with my feature as well. So I saw an interview with you where you said that your biggest struggle as a Muslim woman filmmaker uh, wasn't that you were a woman or Muslim, but it was that um, 
you're talking about the socio-political issues through comedy rather than drama. Did something in the the festival realm happen that caused you to notice that trend, or had you, have you always known that that was going to be an issue? So yeah, definitely with my film now, I'm having a really hard time finding a home for it, and I and I'm aware of it now that it's because if I made this more of a drama, because just I mean from the things that are, be, that are accepted over mine. And I know that I'm, I've been in a finalist in all of the, the top festivals or whatnot, but they haven't kind of gone through. And I know if I had a really famous person in it, um, then it would go through. And, but also, if you're not gonna have like super famous people um, and you're gonna address issues like this through comedy, it's just been an overall thing in the um, festival arena is that they don't program comedies. And then it becomes a struggle for me because as an independent filmmaker, that's how I propel. That's how I go to the next level. And I could even tell in um, my shorts for the festivals, like for the, for the Hollywood stuff, like the NBC and the um, Emmys, like they were all about it because thankfully that they're uh, into the comedy. But in the regular um, high festival rankings, like if you even watch the slates from the largest festivals, they're, they're drama driven, right? They're heavily drama driven. If they are comedies, they're famous people in them or they're very much of those like kind of dry um, comedies in that sense. I don't want to use the word bitter, <laughs> but it's been such a challenge and maybe it's just from my quote unquote, I call it trauma. My trauma of making this movie for eight years and it being American, it's, just, it's the first American Muslim rom-com made by American Muslim woman about American Muslim woman. So and I've tested it with audiences and audiences love it. And it's just like not quite getting there. And, um, you know, that's kind of what I, I see from it in terms of that. And so I'm hoping that changes a bit. Do you think that there's like a bias there or do you think that that's just what they think attracts an audience is the drama? Like, why do you think that they prefer drama so much? Man, I, I ask myself that question all the time and I don't know. It's, it's a problem because I, I'm not going to name names, but there's one festival that's very prestigious and it's probably had one or two American Muslim stories ever. And those stories, um, and then the other ones are all the Muslim is foreign or they're Orientalists in a way. And it's surprising because we're trying to push the diversity angle. And so why not support more American Muslim storytellers, right? And I mean, I could say also it's like, we don't have enough of them, but I know that multiple filmmakers are always um, applying to these festivals, applying to these big festivals. So, you know, when you're collecting the data and you're seeing that and you're seeing the, the films that are dramas or from a, the foreign part of the world or is a struggle of a Muslim woman or like, you know, is a victimization of a Muslim woman, you kind of see that trend. And even when applying and talking to these people, I, you know, I kind of talk about that a bit and very sensitive about it too, because obviously I want my movie to get in, but, but it's like, it's, it's an issue. Um, and I, I don't know what the answer is. You know, I, I think that if I could say anything, like every, all of these festivals and all these programs, of course, have the most important thing in mind is telling strong stories. And that's what they want to do. And I think they really want to get to the heart of people. And that's what they do that. Um, and I think if you make, <clears throat> make a comedy um it needs to be like really really large in that sense because maybe festival audiences 
don't um, like those comedies as much and they like the dramas more. So yeah, I mean, it could be a little bit of both. So what, what's the best advice you could give to a student or any aspiring um, entertainment industry professional? Uh, find your voice and, and use it. That's really what it is. And it takes some time to find your voice. It's not easy, you know, um, because you're trying to find, and you have to go through the, like, some of the, like, the dirt to get to the essence of what it is that you want to tell. So when I'm like, so tell me about yourself, tell me about your story. And they're like, well, you know, I grew up here and I did this and I really like to play video games, you know, and it's not really kind of like the essence of like who they are. And then, and then some people don't want to tell their own story, which is okay. But even when you tell a action story or anything like that, there's a little bit of yourself that needs to come through the characters because that's what makes it authentic. So staying authentic, telling your story, it's because we want to hear it. People want to hear your authentic story and your authentic voice. And so that's what I always tell people is like kind of cliche as it is, you know, stay true to yourself and tell your voice because it's actually very hard to do in this industry. I feel like the authenticity is, is kind of hard to hide as a writer. You know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, cause I, I, when I was younger, I wouldn't write anything authentic um, or at least anything I showed someone, it wouldn't be authentic. But now I, I, I think it's hard to hide. Um, do you feel that way? Of, like well, when you write things? Um, yeah, well, I can only write. What I have another thing is like, I can only write myself. So that's what the problem is, is like, I need to be able to write others. And that's why I don't want to be a writer as, mel as, as much. But you know, when you're saying like, you can't hide on this authenticity, it's actually super true because I read scripts all day, every day from students. And when I can tell that they're trying to cover it up, that's when you can tell it just doesn't feel real. Like, I'm like, where's the essence of this? Give me the essence, the, the realness to it. And they never, they're like, what does that even mean? I can get it. I can get like, oh, that professor's coming in and like, tell me the realness. And it's like, I don't even know what that means. And I get it. But when they find it, they're like, oh, man, I get it, you know? And so that's what's important. Yeah. It's kind of like when people always say like, how do you know you're in love? It's like, when you know, you know, it's like that. It's like when you're being yeah. authentic, like you just, you feel it. Like, yeah. You know, 100%. and it's, we sound like such artists. We're like, you just feel it, honey. You just feel it. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. I, but you're right. I think it's, it, it takes a lot of work to get there and I'm sure I'm not, I, you know, I think I'm there. I'm sure I'm not even like at, at the half of it yet. You know, I'm sure I have a, a massive journey to go. Yeah. And so do I, we all do. Would you like to tell the audience where they can find you on social media? Yes, we're <laughs> talking about us. You can find me on Instagram at Iman Zawari, which is I M A N Z A W A H R Y. Um, same name on Facebook and Twitter, which is Iman KZ Film. So please follow me. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hangover Lounge Podcasts, on Twitter at Hangover Lounger, and on LinkedIn at Hangover Lounge. Thank you for joining us for the Hangover Lounge Blogcast, XCU, The Viewfinder, where we discuss screenwriting, filmmaking, audio storytelling, and offer different perspectives on entertainment and all things showbiz related. If you'd like to join our mailing list or be a guest or contributor on our blogcast and share your point of view with our community, please reach out to us through our website at hangoverloungepodcast.com and send us a message. And please check us out regularly for upcoming interviews with screenwriters, filmmakers, and industry insiders on our blogcast right here. We hope you've enjoyed your time here and will join us for more podcasts and storytelling. Until then, thank you for listening.